Good morning, it's Bill Quinn here from Darwin. I'm locked out, which is a strange thing for a gypsy to say. How can you be locked out when you live on the roads? And in some respects, I've been living on the roads since around about, let's say about the 20th, 23rd of March, 2013. That's when I packed the last of my gear, my worldly possessions, into the back, front, top, wherever it would fit, of a Ford Econovan which I'd bought the previous year off a band from Kreuzberg, Berlin. They're called the Bees, B-E-E-Z. And they were leaving the St Albans Folk Festival. St Albans, not the one in Victoria. St Albans is in New South Wales. It's on a bend of the McDonald River. If you go up through northwest Sydney past a place called Dural, you'll come to a place called Wiseman's Ferry. And at Wiseman's Ferry, and this is a tip for young players. It's a trap for young players as well. If you go right, you go across the ferry. If you go left, you also go across on the ferry. There's two. If you go on the right low road, the low road, I think it's low. Yeah, it would be. It'd be the low road. If you take the low road and I take the high road, I'll be in St Albans before you because on the right, it's potholed, it's twisty, it's turny, it's lumpy, it's bumpy. If you take the high road, you go on a beautiful tarred road. Still a bit twisty and windy, but you get to Wiseman's Ferry just a little, not to Wiseman's Ferry, you get to St Albans a little bit quicker. At St Albans Folk Festival in 2012, the bees were leaving and they were a little bit sad. I've written about this extensively, I don't need to tell you the whole story. You can go to overheardproductions.com and put in the search term, the bees, two, two words, the the definite article, bees, B-E-E-Z. Bravo, Echinacea, Echinacea, Zulu. That happened to me once. I was working in Department of Industrial Relations in the Jollymont Centre Canberra, which is now the Novotel, on the second floor. I was personnel manager, I was recruitment manager, and for a short time, I did both. That was a fun time. And I was traveling somewhere to do something for work, and I rang up ANSET. Yep, it was that long ago, so we're talking before 2001. About 13th or the 14th, look it up on Wikipedia. It's a little bit equivocal about whether it's the 13th or the 14th that ANSET stopped flying in 2001. Anyway, another story for another time. Rang up ANSET, and back in those days, you did ring up. We didn't have the internet. It wasn't ubiquitous. It was around, but more often than not, you rang up and spoke with a booking agent of some description, or in this case, I think I spoke to the to answer themselves. And I said to the woman on the phone, hello, my name's William Quinn. Do you know what, back then I don't think, no, I used my pass to get on board, which you can't, I don't think you can do anymore. There's all these rules and regulations about what you can use a work pass, a federal government work pass for. Let's just say I had a license that had William Francis Quinn on it. And I said to her, hello, uh, it's William Francis Quinn. Can I please change my booking? I would have left the Francis out because you don't need that. William Quinn here. I'm flying to somewhere. And she said, yes, I can do that. Can you please give me the URL? These days we use URL for a universal resource locator, except hardly anybody ever says that. But a URL is fairly well known as the web address at the top of a, an internet page. Less and less these days. It's Appland, there's an app for that. So, can I please have the URL? Not the web address, it, 
was about, uh, I'm going to say, an eight or a ten, maybe say eight character reference with alpha and digits. So I looked at my ticket, I had a hard copy ticket, and I said, yep, it is. I'll try and do this phonetically. Guinevere, can't remember her name. Hotel Oscar Lima three six tango zulu and i stopped because i could not remember what e was so hotel oscar lima tango zulu i left out the three six but you get the idea i'm making this up i'm reading a suburb name off the top of the toilet paper i mean the nt news so hotel oscar lima tango three six zulu oh, guinevere what's e she did not miss a beat echinacea and that was in roughly, I'm going to say, 1998. It would have to have been before 1998 because I left that organisation on the 4th of September 1998. That's another one I have to put on to LinkedIn. Uh, Department of Industrial Relations. Thursday the 9th of February 1989 till Friday the 4th of September 1998. Don't even have to think about it. It's right there. Two very, very auspicious dates. My start date, two days before I got engaged. My end date day before my mother's birthday and also when I was just about to leave Canberra and go up to Sydney to be a suit wearing consultant in one of the I won't say worst business decisions of my life I'll just say that it uh, it sent me down a road that was different from the road I could have taken it was an interesting time also it was let me think about this about two weeks after my little brother Greg died and why do I mention that not for any pity party or sympathy reasons but more along the lines of his death but moreover his life influenced what I do now so all of that the leaving of Canberra death of my brother 10 years almost but not quite in the Department of Industrial Relations and other bits and pieces led me down a road and I'm still on those roads I left Canberra in March 2013 now I don't have a home. I'm here in Darwin, which was my temporary resting place for much longer than I expected, 2.5 years, from the 26th of March, 2019, until the 11th of September, 2021. I came back here because Overheard Productions is sponsoring, was sponsoring the Darwin Fringe Festival 2021 version 2.0. The first edition, which was to run for 10 days in July, wiped out thanks to some idiot crossing the border illegally and taking some COVID in with them. Locked us down for three days. Because of the uncertainty about how long it could stay open, sorry, about the, how long it would take to track and trace all those people, three days could have turned into five days as it did back, oh no, that was, oh, getting my festivals and my dates and my lockouts mixed, uh, lockdowns mixed up. So in July, July, it did. It started on the Sunday at 1 p.m. And it ended, it was to end on the Monday, Tuesday. It was to end on the Wednesday, but it got, ex try again. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now I'm getting myself all mixed up. It was definitely a Sunday it started. Oh yes, I'm getting mixed up. So it was to be Sunday to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but it ended up being extended by two days to 1 p.m. on the Friday. That was the guts of 
the main part of, except for the weekend, of Darwin Fringe Festival 2021 version 1.0. Never happened. They had to call the whole thing off. It was rebooted. I came up to Darwin for it. Decided to stay for a few days because I jokingly thought some people might want to catch up with me. I got that one wrong. Anyway, I extended it again for other reasons. And now I'm locked out. I'm sitting here at a cafe in the CBD of Darwin. I've got a dirty chai, my second one in front of me, big mug of water, and I definitely have a mask, which I will wear as soon as I get up. I actually came in here, actually, actually, came in here to explain my name. My name is William Francis Quinn. I've been known universally, mostly, since birth as Bill or Billy. Billy, mostly by family members. However, it used to chagrin me no end when I was at school at Darramal College Dixon and before that at Rosary Demonstration School Watson and I was at school with the likes of my peers who I used to play football with at, uh, and Australian Rules Football I believe if memory serves me correctly with no less than Mr Craig Sloan who I just see is a partner at KMG and is also on the board of something out at uh, oh, Canberra, no maybe Canberra Institute of Technology he has, ever since I can remember, when I was doing businessy type stuff back in the late 2000s in Canberra, a big noise in business. All power to you, mate. It surprises me not. It's the stamp of who I, the bloke that I knew at school. It's the stamp of his father, who was my primary school teacher in 1976. So, little phrase that I've been using lately, go well, go shell, Craig. Celebrating your successes from 4,000 kilometres away, I think. About 4,000, 4, yeah, we call it that. I'm in Darwin. Uh, when I am at my new temporary base, which has been since the 18th of September, roughly around about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, when I slid a Let's Go Motors home, motorhome into a street in a place called Eastside, which is a suburb of Mbuntua, which you might see on the map and call it Alice Springs, down there, you wouldn't credit it. I certainly didn't know. I didn't even know that Ubuntu was a word. was a word. I now know how to roughly pronounce it. It doesn't look when it's spelled. It's normal spelling. It looks nothing like it. For weeks, I was saying Ubuntu, because that's what it looks like. But sometimes it does look like Ubuntu. Ubuntu. The people that I mostly associate with down in Ubuntu don't call it Alice Springs. We call it Ubuntu. Rightly, wrongly, or indifferently. That's what happens. Now, having said that, most of the people that I associate with, the people that look forward to seeing me, that give me greetings like a long-lost brother or family member, well, no, not family member, that doesn't really work for me. A long-lost friend are Spanish speakers. Not too many Spanish that I can think of readily, but definitely South Americans. Argentinians, Peruvians, Chileans. Uh, one or two Brazilians, and I'm going to say Brazilians, and I'm going to say they speak Brazilian because I've had a little bit of my knowledge on the difference between Brazilian and Portuguese explained for me recently by a bloke. Sorry, I'm just going to drop this for a minute so I can just make sure it's still recording. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Um, if I could, I'd whistle the uh, Waiting for the Elevator song. Uh, no, I probably can't because I haven't had any water for the last hour or so. One second. Oh, I can.
Simon. Yep, still recording. Uh, that is the Waiting for the Elevator song. Thank you, Bill Bryson, and thank you, the Blues Brothers, and uh, is it John Landis? Oh, hello. Uh, yep, that's reminding me of a thing that's happening tomorrow at 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Oh yeah, that was the uh, girl from Ipanema, and that's the waiting for the elevator song. Uh, yeah, Brazilian and Portuguese. So Fabio is a bartender here in Darwin, and he told me about the difference between Brazilian and Portuguese. So my name in Brazilian, William, is Guilherme, Guilherme. Or if you want to shorten it, like Bill is short for William, Herme, Herme. Now in Spanish, Guilhermo. Guillermo. Now, depending on how much you want to be uh, Guramaili, that's an Ethiopian word, Guramaili. Uh, if you want to be a Guramaili, then you can say Guillermo. Or, and Spanish people, so many of them down in Ubuntu call me, Memo. So when you look at my name up the top there and it says Mimo, why is he calling himself Mimo? Does he take notes? Typically not these days. I try and keep them up in the grey squishy brain, as Morris Gleitzman calls it, not the black plastic brain. So, mammal. You stretch the syllables out, you stretch consonants, oh, try again, you stretch, stretch vowels out. So, I was saying for ages, hasta la proxima, to say see you later. Now I know it's hasta la proxima. Proxima. Hasta la proxima. Until the next time. I'm in your proximity. See you, see you later. See you next time. Uh, I don't want to spit at you. To the next time. Au revoir. Till repeated seeing. I don't need to give you a little primer on languages. So let me run around the world for you. Willem. Wilhelm, Vil for both, Guillaume or Guy, Guillermo, Nemo, Nemo, Guilherme, Herme, Bill, Billy, William, Bildo, Bilbo, hey you, oi, get out of the way, you with the head. There are more, but I can't remember them just right now. Oh, of course, Guglielmo, which is uh, Italian. It's coming out the 15 minutes is Bill Quinn from Darwin. I'm locked out. I hope to be unlocked by Sunday. It's probably going to finish tomorrow or midnight tonight. I've decided to hang around for a little bit and see if I can not get my head punched in by COVID idiots because they walk amongst us and there are many out and about even though the anti-vaxxers and the unvaccinated are not supposed to be. When I say they're out and about, there's double vax people around who are still not really with the program. Speaking of which, I'm just about to read the toilet paper, ah, uh, the NT News. So I'll do that and you can do whatever pleases your pretty little head today, Tuesday, the 9th of November 2021, and it's currently five minutes past 8am Australian Central Standard Time. Good morning. <laughs>